been a while. It's been a couple of days and I have not been in tune with the people um, and haven't invited you guys into Angie's room. So welcome tonight um, to Angie's room. And I miss all you guys, but I just was listening to a sermon because, um, you know, I, I have things that I do, um, that I do on the regular, right? So I get up in the morning before I even get out the bed. Um, sometimes before I even open my eyes, it's crazy that I'm up, but before I open up my eyes, I'm just laying there and I'm praying silently. And I remember moments I found myself like opening my eyes and my hands was in the air. Like that's how much I was just like praying. So I get up, I pray, um, and I listen to my sermons. I read my Bible, not every day, but um, on the daily, I'm definitely receiving scriptures. And I know that I have started um, doing my podcast with scriptures. So um, I'm not certain if I said this one, but if I did, I'm going to say it again. Yet, yet, though he slay me, yet shall, shall I trust in him because I do. You know, and sometimes um, he'll slay you, right? And it'll hurt, but it, it's a good hurt, right? So that's the scripture that I want to leave with you guys tonight. Though he slay me, yet shall I trust in him. Um, because I trust the Lord, right? And I know that he is not going to stand me wrong. He's not going to lead me into any harm, any danger, because everything about the Lord is of good, it's of love, um, it's of peace, it's of joy, it's of happiness. And if the Lord, the Holy Spirit doesn't feel um, those things, that's why it's so important to invite him in um, to be with you at all times. He'll definitely gear you and steer you away from anything that's not of... Um, the fruits of love, right? And um, that's just what it is. And um, so, yeah, I get up, I pray. Um, throughout the day, I'm definitely reading scriptures. I would love to get more into my Bible and study more. Um, so that's one of the things that I want to work on for 2019. But I listen to sermons and I definitely put the gospel on. Right. So that's my every day. Right. And sometimes I get a little off track and I um I may listen to some Pandora, maybe Anita Baker's radio. Right. Sometimes I'll throw that on. Um, I don't watch TV like I did before. Like literally I go days and weeks without even watching TV. Right. Because I'm either working on my online shop. And for those who have not listened to my podcast and you guys are new, I have my own online shop and you can visit it at www.faithplusfashion.com. 
um, not the word, but the number one, and it's all one word, faithplusfashion1.com. So if I'm not, you know, because I'm sure people are like, what? She doesn't watch TV. What does she do? So I'm working on the business. I'm checking emails. Um, I'm going to Facebook because that's how I had to connect my business. Um, I had to get a Facebook page, make a business page there to connect, to get to an Instagram. So I check my business page on Facebook. I toggle between my personal page and my business page on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I try to, you know, go down my feed a little bit, see what's going on, see what positivity I see down the feed. Um, and if it's not anything of positive, I keep it scrolling, right? Because again, I spoke before about being distracted or speaking it too much that I internally become distracted. So... Um, that's just how that is. But I was listening to a sermon and most of the times, you know, um, God has sent me a revelation or he'll speak to me through a sermon, right? And he'll have a word in there for me. And lately I've just been, um, I don't know. It's so, it's so weird, right? That I never recognize it. So my mother's three year memorial came January 16th, January 15th, I'm sorry, January 15th, but days before, I was, I, I just had this spirit of, um, mood swing come over me, but it wasn't how it normally would be, because normally, guys, um, yeah, I never sat down with a psychiatrist. I sat down with a psychiatrist, but not because I thought that I was crazy or anything or that I felt like I had. Let me scratch that. I sat down with a psychiatrist, not because I thought that I had mental health issues, but I went to have sessions just to release some um, stuff off of my chest, right? Um, that I had been bottling up for years. Like I spoke a little bit on the podcast about you know, my um, domestic violence, you know, strong feelings that I was feeling about my mom, um, past relationships and things of that nature. But um, for years, well, since I went through all of that, I, you know, had different things that I experienced. So one of them was my mood swings, right? And I just think that's within a part of my character. But I got to say this, is very different from what it was, right? So it's not completely gone, but it's very different from what it was. Before, it was on an all-time high. And sometimes I can come upon some things that I'm really not comfortable with, and it can come out, right? And, and it never gives me a warning. It just comes over me. It's just like a feeling that just comes over me, right? So my mom's three-year anniversary was coming up, January 15th, and I felt a sudden disconnection, like just from people, from just everything. I just kind of like pulled back, and I believe that because this year was very different from the other two years, I just believe that, you know, we have to keep in mind, just like 
the Lord has power and he is powerful and he is powerful of all. There is a devil and the devil has power. I am not saying by any means that his power is equal to the Lord's because it's not. And this is why I'm able to overcome situations because his power is nowhere near, can't touch the Lord's power, but he has power, right? And I just believe that because, you know, the enemy seen that I was much better than I was the first year and the second year. Remember, I spoke about suicidal thoughts when I lost my mom, right? And I overcame that, right? And through my testimony, I'll continue to overcome what was. So um, I just believe that the enemy seen that I was in a better space, that I was greater, I was stronger, um, I was wiser, um, that I had gained knowledge and understanding. I was, I recognized who I was. I was connected with the Lord. Um, so much things that the enemy seen and he tried to creep in just a little bit, right? And for a second, I allowed him because like I said, that spirit of mood swing came over me. And I kind of like got disconnected. Um, but then I um I I went to my regimen, I went to the word, um, I got back on my daily thing, but um after that I just stayed kinda isolated. And I was just listening to a sermon of Sarah Jakes and she spoke about isolation is preparation and it's about what you do in the time of being isolated in the time of being isolated i'm not by far sad depressed angry bitter i'm just like if i can explain it in my own words i'm just like kind of like still right so I also um, meditate as well. I don't do it as much as I used to, but I meditate. And in this time of isolation, um, I, I, I would say in my words, I'm just kind of like still. Um, I thank God that, um, and I always say this, and I know that um, he's going to probably magnifest something out of it. But I talk to a lot of people, right? I have a lot of family members, um, friends, um, just people that talk to me and, you know, really respect um, my word of advice, um, what I think um, should be. Um, and nowadays when I talk to people, I try to let them know, like, you don't want to go down that road. You don't want to do this because I was in a situation where I did that. And it's not cool because, again, I'm the type of person. Um, I now see that some of the things that I went through that were not so good was so good, right? Because I'm able to now share what was not so good. So I thought at the time and things that didn't feel so good at the time 
but they was for my good. If that make any sense to you guys, it was for my good because it was again for me to set someone free. It was for me to be able to sit among somebody and let them know, hey, I did it. I made it out. I, I got free. This is what I did. I went to the Lord. I buried myself in the Lord um, or whatever it is that I did or in certain situations where I'll be like, no, you know, you really don't want to say that because it really sounds like this. And I can remember a time that I said this and everybody was telling me like, oh, come on, man, sis, you said it like that. And I really didn't see anything wrong with what I said because I was so used to just speaking in a way that was not good that I thought was good. And because nobody said to me um, at the time that it wasn't good, I became accustomed to speaking in a certain way that wasn't good. And then when someone pointed it out, I didn't have the understanding of what was so wrong with it. Right? So, um, yeah, I speak to people. So during the isolation is definitely for preparation. And like I said, if I can explain it in my own words, it's kind of like I'm just being still. But, you know, um, like I said, people reach out to me and I, you know, give words of encouragement and I'm able to be able to say say things to them or give it to them from a clear mind um, because I'm learning to, when people have situations, I'm learning to step out of my feelings, step away from my feelings, don't put my emotions in it. And look at it from a standpoint of where they're coming from and what they may be going through, right? Which um, I was speaking to somebody not too long ago and they was like, it's really hard to do that. Granted, I get it. It is. I did not get this way overnight and I still have a long way to go. Healing is everlasting. Healing is everlasting. I don't care how much I do certain things as a regiment, um, meditate, pray, get in the good word, um, listen to gospel. I'm still continuing to heal day by day as my life continue until it ends. I'm always going to be healing, learning and receiving new um so much different things I have experienced or things that I had entrapped in me that I freed out, but now it's going to take some time. That's just like breaking your leg. Now you got to go to rehab. Now you got to learn how to walk again. And even when you walk again, you may not fully be walking the way you were walking before you broke your leg, but you're now walking. Same thing with healing. It's never totally fixed. It's always going to be something that you're going to be like, okay, yeah, I got all of these five things, all of these six things, all of these seven things, 10 things covered, but I still got, but you're way better than you were when you started out. Right. So I'm able to be able to, you know, step out of my feelings, step out of my emotions. And sometimes my silence um, I realize 
you know, so I was just saying that too. Sometimes your silence can hurt people just because you feel like you're not talking and saying bad things. Sometimes silence can hurt people as well, right? But I also have a understanding that sometimes people's silence is not to hurt you, but to help them so that when they come back, that they won't do things that may hurt you or they won't say things that may make you feel away, right? And let me tell you that the enemy be surfacing around and the enemy be bringing long perceptions and all of these things. And that's why I love the fact that God is my light and savior because where I am weak, he is my strength. He is strong. So where I may have done something in the past or may have paid attention to something in the past, he is there to protect me and to make me see the good in all and everything. And sometimes I speak to people and they be like, I know that I sound negative and I know that, you know, this, that, and the other and the third, but... And I constantly reassure them that positive is the way because if you continue to feel negative, speak negative, be negative, then it's a possibility that your outcome will be a negative, right? But if you continue to feel positive, speak positive, be positive, your outcome will become positive. Do we get sidetracked sometimes? Yes, but that's what I said. I love the fact that the Lord is my light and my savior because he always bring me back. He always bring me back because sometimes I may look at something and I may be like, hmm, I don't like how that look. But then I start to look at it from a spiritual standpoint and be like, hmm, I do see the good in that. And I begin to smile. That was never me. That was never me. Right. I, I would look at it and be like, hmm, I don't like how that look. And then I'll go ahead and keep looking and it'll keep looking wrong to me. Then I'll get on the phone and call two or three or four or five people. And they'll give me some insight to make me feel that, yeah, girl, it's wrong. It looked wrong and all of this. But I'm just so proud that the Lord has really like captured me and really begin to do a work inside of me. Um, and I just love it. Right. Because. I begin to look at things in a spiritual standpoint. I don't become distracted um, by the world and the things that go around and in. Because if you lose yourself to that, I'm telling you guys, you will find yourself in a space where you will be straight aggravated. Like sometimes I go down my feet on Facebook and I'll be like, okay. Thank you, Lord. I got to pray for this person and I got to pray for that person because um, that's what sometimes people need, right? And sometimes I get so caught up in praying for others. Sometimes I'll be like, Lord, I need to pray for me. I need you to cleanse my heart over and over and over again. Fix my heart. Do surgery on my heart, right? Because again, I am not perfect and no, nowhere near trying to be perfect. But I know that I'm nothing that I was. That's one thing that I know and that I no one can't change that 
for me because God says so. And now that I know that what he said I am, nobody can't change that. Nobody can tell me nothing different than what the Lord has said I am. And with that, it just, I, I just got the biggest smile over here because with that, I am so good with that. And then, like I said, the sermon that I listened to, Isolation for Preparation, just being still and waiting on the Lord to direct you and give you what's next. But sometimes if you're so busy and you're so caught up and you're so moving around and if people that know me personally come up here and listen to this podcast, I move around entirely a lot. Like, I don't even have a vehicle, but I get around, I move around, and sometimes mentally, physically, spiritually, I, and emotionally, I am drained. Like, maybe two weekends ago, I took off work, like, two consecutive days because I was mentally, physically, emotionally drained. Because I constantly move around and I I spend, you know, a lot of time at church, especially I think that week we had Bible studies Thursday, um, recharge, which is prayer service. Friday, we had an event at the church. Saturday, we had an event at the church. Sunday, we had regular church. So, and then during all of that, I visit people in the hospital, two different people in the hospital, like I was moving. And then it's always something coming every weekend and some things I'm able to get to and some things, um, being that I have a 10 year old daughter, you know, um, depending on where it is and what's going on, I may not, you know, be able to do to my, um, you know, my, if I have someone to sit and watch my daughter, right? I have a 25 year old, as y'all heard, right? She wants to be so independent and she just wants to do things the way she wants to do things. And I get it. She's 25. So guess what? That's what I'm saying. The Lord has kept me as anybody who's listening that know me personally. No, I was a different mom. I was very strict. I was very um, I can say myself, I was very controlling, um, and I, and, and things was mandated. It was mandatory. It had to be this way. Right. So I let her spread her wings and fly away, but I don't agree on everything that, you know, the way she has it all bottled up in her head. Cause to me, if, if you really listen to certain things and some of the things it's a selfish it's and it's coming from a selfish, um, standpoint, right. But she's going to have to see that she's going to have to get it. She's going to have to learn that, wow, like, mm, I was really bugging um, back then at that time when I really felt wholeheartedly that it was okay to do ABC, right? I've learned with my own experience with my own mom that as a mother, you can't really tell kids certain things at a certain age because they don't receive it, period. No matter how you deliver it, not that you can't say it because you can say it, but they won't receive it. It won't be warm felt. They won't receive it in the way that they need to receive it. Now, a total stranger can can step in and tell them the same exact thing and they'll, they'll get it like that, right? So I just constantly move around, get up and go and just, I just be all over the place. But 
Through my isolation, I was so glad that I received the word that is preparation. And in order to be a leader, sometimes you have to isolate yourself. You have to be isolated. You have to sit still and you have to wait on what's next. Because sometimes we could just be moving around and just doing so much things and just being so busy and it's pointless. It's pointless, you know. So um, I'm a firm believer on waiting on the Lord and receiving what the Lord has for me and kind of like slowing down because I know I've said this in the beginning of um, my podcast that I had a real problem with um, being impulsive. And sometimes that's not good because you'll miss things in the interim of being very impulsive. You'll miss certain messages. You'll miss certain lessons. You'll miss certain things that are strictly for you. If you're constantly impulsive, constantly moving around, constantly not sitting still, isolating yourself, being able to receive what the Lord has, especially for you. And it's sad, but sometimes you have to be that way in order to get what you need to get. The important thing is that you have to have a foundation, and a circle of people that understand that, that have an understanding of that, that loves you and knows that, okay, they don't go to um, a, a standpoint where they're not of understanding, but they have a standpoint of they understand it totally. And I'm so grateful to have a circle like that, that my circle understands my silence, my isolation, they get it. They know it's all coming from a good space, right? And well, you know, they should, right? Because I don't keep people around me that don't have that understanding. So everybody in my circle knows that, you know, um, it's from a good space. Um, and I love that. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it because it's all to receive and to be able to birth something new, right? Just staying under the word and staying under the blood. That is a huge part of it. And allowing the Lord to be the head of my life. That's everything of it. But it's also steps with it. And I think sometimes people miss that big piece. That it's not just about um, praying. It's way more than that. It's way more to that. And I know that. So sometimes there's things that I do because I know that he expects certain things from me in order for me to receive the things that he has for me. And guess what? Sometimes it's just a word. It's not always about money, um, houses, cars. Sometimes I have to do certain things just to receive a word. Now, I'm sure that word will prepare me to get the things that I need or the things that I, that the Lord has for me. But sometimes it's as simple as that, a word. So isolation for preparation is basically um, like Sarah Jakes said in her sermon. It is lining you up to do homework for the purpose. I'm finally understanding that the pain that I endured, 
I'm no longer being feeling guilty or feeling in guilt or shame about what I went through. I now know that I had to go through that. I had to get those scars in order to be able to be where I'm at currently in my life. Even if that's just nothing but peace, joy, love, and happiness. I had to go through that in order to get there. And I wouldn't have got there if I didn't have that. I'm starting to understand that. But the only way that I start to understand that is through isolation and different things that I do in my life according to what the Lord has designed for me to be able to do to receive these things. Like the Lord don't just drop a word out the sky. It's just like, um, like, you know, certain things that you want from your mother and your father. There were certain things that they expected from you that you needed to do in order for you to receive that, right? No one got anything from their father or their mother just because their mother and father just was like, here. It was like, ma, I want a new bike. Okay, your grades got to be good. And that's the same thing with the Lord. In order to get certain things that you want, there's things that he expects from you. So I just was like, God, thank you. Because sometimes we start to feel like, oh man, I'm kind of disconnected. I'm kind of isolated. Um, and again, the enemy has power. He will make you miss your lesson and your blessing by making you think that you're doing something wrong. When it's for your good. When the Lord is trying to speak to you. When the Lord has something for you. I mean, Sunday when I went to church, you know, I have people that I pray for that are so dear to my heart. And I pray for them. And as the Lord began to reveal what I have prayed for, that thing breaks me in the spirit like no other, like no other, like I had to do Ebonics, other, like it breaks me in the spirit like no other. That is such a blessing within itself. Like that right there is everything to me more than a car, a house, a, a, um, a ring. That thing is everything to me. When I pray for someone and the Lord grants my prayers, that top, that, that trumps everything. And again, hear it. When I pray for someone and the Lord does it, it trumps everything. Because guess what? This is all designed for someone else. It's not about me. It's not about me. Granted, the Lord is going to take care of me. But once I take care of his people, he expects certain things from me. And sometimes I have to close myself in, isolate myself, because sometimes I spread myself so wide that I begin to have the spirit of mood swing that come upon me. Because I feel stretched and pulled from so many different directions and I want to give and get to everybody. But then in the interim of that, I lose myself. 
I lose myself because I want to be this person that does all and everything that I can and more. And then God pulls me in. He draws me in and he reminds me. He reminds me to have a seat. Have a seat right here. Take a load off. Rest. Isolate. Take your pen and your pad out. Take notes. And get ready to be prepared for what's next. The purpose. The provision. The word. The truth. So you good people, go ahead. I'm so glad that that came to me. Um, I came out of it just to drop this and share that. And just to let you guys know that depending on, you know, how you isolate yourself, it's not bad. Just remember in the interim of your isolation to be happy, be peaceful, be joyful, be humble, right? And just wait and receive something good from the Lord. Be blessed all. Have a great night. And I'm sure I'll be back real soon. Love you guys.